0: triple kill on some noobs in Halo last night, hit them all with a Spartan laser. I'm not even sure if that's the real quote. This is episode 35 <laughs> of They're All Going to Laugh at Him. I'm Alex Sprague. And
1: I'm Jess Geyer. And today we're breaking from tradition and we're not watching a Happy Madison film or an Adam Sandler film. Yeah,
0: we're going to an entirely different universe where we're watching a scary Madison film by scott sandler that is not a joke uh yeah scary madison
1: is an imprint of happy madison uh and scott sandler is adam sandler's brother as far as i can tell at least online
0: yeah he is Uh, um the
1: hard thing about this movie is that there's not a lot of discussion about it online uh not a lot of interviews or anything
0: yeah so we watched the shortcut a scary madison film um and it's a horror movie um, it's an extremely low-budget one. Um, it has some issues, not in the normal way. Like, there's nothing uh, super... There's no bigotry, really. There's a
1: little bit of problematic elements, like, right up at the beginning. I am going to warn yes, you, yes. like, right off the bat, we are going to be talking about... Um, there's there's no rape that actually happens, but there's essentially an attempted rape that happens right at the beginning I'm not going to go into a lot of detail about it, but I am going to mention it later in the discussion, too. Um, And, of course, we're going to be talking about a little bit of violence, nothing super gory, uh, and also death of a dog. So if any of those things uh, really bug you, first of all, don't watch the movie. Uh, It's not really worth your time. Uh, And second of all, uh, maybe just don't listen to this one. There's not, it's not really too much we're going to say, I don't think. Well, a little bit, but, I mean, don't subject yourself to that.
0: Evan, just turn off the recording. I know you can't handle it. It's okay, bud. Uh, I I guess you don't know that Evan cannot handle uh, dog death I, in movies. I was,
1: yeah, I was I was confused. <laughs> he,
0: he tried watching John Wick and then just <laughs> said he started crying in the beginning and then didn't want to watch it anymore. It
1: is sad, though. I didn't want to watch it after <laughs> I saw that little puppy die either. That was really mean of I, them to do.
0: That, that's fair, but, you know, it, it's a good reason to murder spree.
1: Yeah, actually, it was the most justified murder spree I've ever seen in a movie. Uh, yeah, we watched Shortcut. We're actually watching every single Happy Medicine and Adam Sandler film uh, in a row, all 60 of them every day and podcasting about it. Why are we doing this, Alex?
0: Submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society. I call this story, The Brother Who Lost His Way. In a small town in New Hampshire, a brother grew up with two choices ahead of him one to be funny to be loved and the other to be feared and to be hated and i ask you does adam sandler deserve all the hate
1: yeah it...
0: <laughs> he does what you're saying he does okay
1: uh, no i'm trying to ex- the show. <laughs> yeah he does <laughs> um i just want to clarify what you said because it was very obscure uh great great are you afraid of the dark reference Uh,
0: are you telling me that's obscure
1: no i'm saying what you were saying was very obscure your meaning we're watching these movies to do a deep dive into you know the the artistic and and cultural elements of adam sandler movies uh i understand how absurd that sounds but you know what it's 2020 and you can back off okay
0: yeah i also think that if this is your first episode, no. what is wrong with <laughs> what you? What are you doing? <laughs> Why did you start at number 35 on a horror movie episode? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Go back, watch a different one. <laughs>
0: There's also no way you've seen this movie. No. Like I don't even, I don't even know if it was released, honestly.
1: I don't know. Maybe if I watched this movie and then I saw the one piece of trivia in IMDb
0: which we're going to get into later, but we we don't know if that's true or not. I doubt I that it not... is.
1: I can't verify it, but I would probably want to go find anything I could find out about it. There is a podcast already that says, uh, like, please stop Mr. St-. It's like called, please stop Mr. Yeah, Stan- yeah. Sandler it, or whatever. It's one of the
0: few I saw when I was looking into making this, Yeah. um, where there is no positive Sandler podcast from what I know. by the way.
1: Just ours. We are the positive Sandler podcast.
0: Hey, I, I mean, we're the pod- only podcast that doesn't hate Adam Sandler yet. It's true. Um.
1: Uh, but anyway, that... the, the, the podcast is one of the only things I've ever actually seen having a bit of discourse on this movie. It, there's not even like a Reddit thread, which is shocking to me. Yeah. There's a Reddit thread for going overboard. It's weird.
0: Yeah, and um for for our needs, basically, there's a little bit of interest here um that I think we can get into at the end. But first, a special rating. While I laughed eight times during this movie... More importantly, since this is a scary movie, Ooh. I got spooked five times.
1: Five times!
0: So, I here in my accounts for uh, spooks. It's if I jumped in my chair a little bit, which I think happened twice, and then um, if I was noticeably tense from anything. Okay. I think that's fair. Like, when we saw It, the first one, it would be like 45.
1: Only <laughs> I, that it, many?
0: I'm a, I, a, At least, I don't know. I'm a, a little baby coward at horror movies. I'm not a huge fan of horror movies. So the fact that this movie wasn't that scary really was in its favor for me. <laughs> <laughs> I hate jumping. Oh, man. It happens to me every time. Like, it got so good. We
1: saw it together like one of our first dates. Yeah. And, yeah, it was scary.
0: No, that 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 clown's... A rude boy
1: he's a very rude boy i don't boy. think
0: anyone's pointed out how rude that clown is it's a rude But clown. he's kind of a bad dude
1: how does he make his money just killing everybody a bad clown anyway uh did you did you laugh how many times did you laugh
0: i, I laughed eight times uh-huh. i mentioned that um did you cry dave frank oh i did not <laughs>
1: <laughs> you didn't cry dave at the big reveal at the end no
0: um dave franco's in this movie so uh that's all my laughs basically dave franco's a funny dude uh big fan (laughs) shout out to franco Um, i'm
1: gonna warn you right now now, i'm gonna talk about some pretty gross listeners so
0: we're not ready you have to guess what do you think the critics rated this and what do you think the audience rated this movie no
1: i was gonna talk about how you laughed when his hand was all mangled
0: Oh, yeah his hand got fucked up dude
1: okay anyway I think that this was a hated movie I'm gonna say it is in the it is in the tens I don't even know if it broke double digits for the Rotten Tomatoes rating uh, and I'm going to say that for audience they probably gave it a 40 these horror fans are weird
0: so audience score is a 22% okay Well, I'm... with only 995 ratings which is pretty crazy that there's only that few. Now, technically, there is a not applicable on the tomato meter due to the lack of critics. <laughs> but, and this is a big but, there is one critical rating by Jeff- Jeffrey M. Anderson, who gave it a positive rating, meaning this is a 100% fresh. <laughs> we did it. This is a 100% fresh movie. Wow. One rating, one okay. Perfect rating.
1: Yeah, I did see on a horror blog that they did recommend it. They said it wasn't that bad. I disagree. As a person who really likes horror movies, I think that this one... There were a couple moments of the movie that I thought had a lot of potential, but overall, I don't think that it really hit its mark. Yeah. It, it, And um, I'll explain when we get into the discussion.
0: I, I think the b- before we even... It, the recap could take two minutes. There's a reason this movie's not good. Um, and it's because it was rewritten a bunch mm-hmm. of times in order to get a PG-13 rating. Yes. The people who were distributing it wanted a PG-13 rating. Um, it can't really make good horror in PG-13, in my opinion. Um, and this wasn't a good horror film due to a PG-13 rating. If it was R, I think it would have been decent. I think they would have fleshed things out more, but... You know, with with the things we're going to talk about, how much can you flesh it out in PG-13, right? Yeah. That's that's basically what comes out to I it. mean, there are um, there
1: are lots of horror movies that are really good in our PG-13. This is not one of them, in my opinion. W- were
0: they made in the 80s, though? No. So basically, I say that because many, many horror movies that are made in the 80s were allowed to do things that you're not allowed to do now in movies. So back then, there was a bunch of pretty good uh, horror movies.
1: Yeah, it's true. Okay, but I'm gonna I'm gonna prove you wrong here. Okay. Okay. Lights Out from uh, 2016. It's it's a pretty it's actually a a pretty scary movie. Um, Drag Me to Hell by Sam Raimi, which is has a lot of comedic elements just because it's Sam Raimi, but that's um, from 2009. Happy Death Day kind of became like a cult classic in 2017. Um, The Ring from uh, 2002 is actually PG-13.
0: The Ring is PG-13? I know I saw it in middle school, but that should be hard, dude. That was scary. Oh, yeah.
1: It was really scary. You're telling funny games
0: is PG-13? This is
1: wild. The Others. I I know a lot of people didn't like that movie, but I actually really did. The Others is rated PG-13 um cloverfield uh, is on this list um
0: you mean 10 cloverfield lane no
1: cloverfield the original that's
0: not, hor- eh. that's not a horror movie. the grudge
1: is rated pg-13 um
0: okay i mean I'll, I'll give it to you but i think that um some of these are pg-13 cut to R. Our... the rating system's bullshit i mean whatever it's true oh I'll give you that.
1: <laughs> I actually think that there should probably be a separate category for ratings. if we're going to go with ratings, there should be a separate category of ratings for horror movies as compared to other movies.
0: Um, there should be no rating system, and they should just have warnings of themes that might upset people.
1: Yeah, actually, that's, that's the it. best way to go about it, but yeah. this oh one's no, that, that would be religious a... baddies. <laughs> yeah, this one
0: has drugs.
1: This one has um, a dog dying, you know the important stuff.
0: That that would deter more people than any R rating ever would.
1: Oh yeah, but it would also be a spoiler for a lot of movies.
0: Well, it just has a picture of a sad animal on the front, <laughs> like a like a turtle crying, and you're like, oh, staying away from that Not on that one.
1: one. Uh, did did you say how many layers of sand this one has?
0: Um, it's 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 a one sand layer. Um, it's made by ha- Like it, it's it's almost like uh, you know, in Super Mario sixty four when you get a star um and then you go back to get the same star and it's like a blue hollowed out star. Yeah. It's like that. It's just like a horror version of one star where like it's kind of it's like happy mass and kinda but they aren't the ones who chose to make it PG-13 and then Adam Sandler's not part of it but like it is his brother so like that seems significant.
1: Yeah, right? they're it's it's hard for me to kind of get a grasp on this one. I mean, I know Scary Madison it is an imprint of Happy Madison, which what that means is that it kind of functions independently of the parent company, mm-hmm. but Wh- it's, which is mostly, mostly, uh, it's mostly it's mostly like just a separate genre label.
0: I I mean, the the reason for that um is because if this makes no money and goes under, it doesn't affect Happy Mass and that's why you do that. That's the only reason.
1: Um, all right. Uh do you want me to plot recap?
0: Yeah, go right ahead. Okay,
1: I am not gonna say any actors except for James Franco who plays Mark. That's it. The other people are kind of unknown no offense to them it's just not worth my time i don't think for this one just because it's not important <laughs> sorry I, I feel bad saying that but you know what Well, the
0: way you said it's like really offensive
1: <laughs> i know i know but the cast <laughs> the cast list, list itself is listed in alphabetical order so if you go to the imdb page you have to click see full cast in order to see the main character all right. that's all anyway the movie starts in 1945 where a girl and a boy are walking home after a dance they're like high schoolers, seniors. They take a shortcut through the woods, but the guy gets really rapey uh, and tries to force himself on the girl. And the girl fights him off, and he wanders away. But then a little boy finds her. She asks him for help, and he kills her.
0: Little eight-year-old murder.
1: Then we get, like, the most 2009 horror movie opening credits thing. It's just, like, zoom in on, like, chain-link fences and grass and stuff. It's, It's stupid. Anyway. In way too long. Present day, Derek and his little brother Toby have recently moved to a new town and a new school. Uh, They've moved to their grandma's town with their mom. Toby is challenged by his friends to go through the shortcut, um, which is closed off and it says no trespassing. And on the shortcut, he sees a disemboweled dog and a creepy old man with a shovel uh the old man says some creepy stuff to him and he falls in the blood and goes home where he tells his older brother what happened the word gets around about this and taylor approaches Derek about it um taylor is a football player a real big football player his dog has gone missing and he wants to see if it was her the one that was in the woods Uh, they sneak onto the property and find a coffee can of dog tags But the creepy old man chases them out. They're only able to get a handful or so.
0: Chases them out with like a bloody axe of some sort. Yeah,
1: they're in their like barn or garage or something. And it's just full of like all of the most murderous farm implements that are not like put away very well. It's very creepy. Uh, They all come up with a plan. um, Like the high school kids come up with a plan to find out what's going down. Derek and Taylor are gonna like are part of the plan, as well as Mark, who works with Derek and his, as his, is his friend, Lisa, who's their friend too, and, and Christy, who is Derek's crush. They all go. Uh, Christy and Derek become lookouts um, and they're supposed to wait outside the VFW because they learned that the old man goes to the VFW every Friday. Um, and they make out while waiting for the old man to get done. and the others go and investigate the Hartley house. Uh, We find out about the Hartleys via flashbacks, mostly. The youngest son, Ben, is a murderer, and the mom and dad cover it up. And in fact, the dad, like, kills people to help cover it up. Like, kills witnesses. But they're a prominent family, which apparently makes them immune to any kinds of investigations of all the weird, mysterious disappearances happening on their land. And in fact, the school is named after them. Anyway, Mark, Lisa, and Taylor find a different old man chained up by his neck. And from here on out, I'm going to call him Neck Chain. Uh, they help him out. But while Mark and Taylor are trying to break his chain with a giant sledgehammer, Neck Chain gets the hammer and kills them both. Uh, neck Chain also breaks his own chain and Lisa runs away screaming.
0: Yeah, he uh, he pulls. So they're trying to pull the chain tight to break it because they think they should want to help this old man. And he pulls it. So Dave Franco's hands go forward and it gets smashed by a sledgehammer. His hands all messed up and it's hilarious.
1: Yeah, and they stop and, you know, they break all the horror movie logic by leaving a weapon where the creepy old guy can get it after he maliciously hurt the dude. Uh,
0: They didn't know that. Only Dave Franco knew that because he was sad.
1: Anyway. (laughs) At the same time, Christy and Derek see the OG old man leave the VFW. But when they try to call their friends, there's no cell reception. And when they end up arriving on the property, it's right at a time that Lisa runs up to the driveway and gets in their car. But then OG Old Man rams them and then shoots their window out. And this, for some reason, incapacitates their car. and They all get out and run. OG uh, Old Man. The,
0: the car is incapacitated because they he rams it with a truck. That's how he starts. Back, I'm just saying. Though. So what?
1: It's like a fender bender.
0: That, it, all right, so those old trucks are fucking heavy as hell. It's like a 1960s truck. You hit a modern sedan in the back with that, you can easily put it out. Okay. That That's not a plot hole. There's enough plot holes in this movie <laughs> that will not allow that.
1: Old, OG old man shoots Lisa like in the leg or something, so she limps the rest of the way. By the way, there's like, not even a fake blood budget in this movie.
0: <laughs> no, uh, they wanted there to be, but they wouldn't allow them because it would go to rated R. Yeah.
1: Christy gets caught by the neck in uh by neck chain guy in the woods, uh, because she's run off ahead of them while Derek helps Lisa, um, and then Derek and Lisa fall into a bone pit where and only Derek can get out. Uh, and OG old man finds her and is about to shoot her when Derek pushes him in and he gets Lisa out. But uh oh, the neck chain shows up and he's strangling Christy and he kills Christy and then stabs Derek with a shiv or like a corkscrew or something.
0: <laughs> Come on, you didn't, you didn't get that part?
1: I guess it was like the little like wooden thing it's, he was carving before. but
0: Yeah, it was the little knife he's been carving since he was a child that they showed in a flashback <sighs> that he carries on him all the time.
1: It's his favorite I'm, I'm, knife. It's silly.
0: I'm just saying, yeah, it's silly, but don't, don't belittle the small things they got right.
1: Lisa pulls his neck chain, and Derek is about to swing and kill him when OG old man shows up and says, Don't do it, obviously threatening to shoot. But Derek swings anyway, and a shock goes off. And we get another flashback, the last flashback. We see that neck chain is Benjamin, the Hartley's youngest son, who is a, who is a murderer, and he's the one that killed the lady in the beginning. Uh, an OG old man, who's we find out his name is Ivor or Yvor or something like that, is his older brother who came back from the Korean War, and his dad says, Sorry, we got your brother in a neck chain, but she gotta protect him. He's my son, and we can't let people know that he's a killer. Cause we're a we're a big prominent family. Uh, but then like he goes back, and we find out to, like to present day, we found out that I that old OG old old man killed neck chain instead. He didn't shoot Derek, and he says well, he doesn't want to kill these kids not anymore. And they say they love each other, and then OG old man shoots himself. Uh, Lisa and Derek get out of there, but they stop to rest quickly and, like, kind of, like, bandage up her leg. Uh,
0: on the same, right after crossing the same bridge from the first scene of the movie. Oh, yeah.
1: And then Toby comes out of nowhere and stabs Lisa in the back. And Derek's like, aw, gosh, Toby, not again. And they drag Lisa back toward the other bodies with the intent of covering up the murders via the other murders. The end. Uh,
0: wait. They're, they go to cover it up. And they start dragging the body away, much like the other brothers in the other part of the movie. And the little kid says, are we going to cover this up just like Dad? And then his older brother says, yeah, we'll do it just like Dad. Showing that he's murdered before, and that's why they left their old school.
1: Yeah, it was actually pretty obvious the entire time that Toby was a creepy murder kid. uh, Yeah. Because when he shows up covered in blood um, to the house, uh, and Derek sees him, he's like, Toby, come on, like, what'd you do? And he's like, oh, it's, I didn't do it this time. He says something like that. It's like, I found a dog. And then Derek's like, did you kill it? He doesn't actually say it, but he kind of, like, implies that he's killed a dog before, even. Well, and and Toby uh, has also sure. said that, like, he's hit people with baseball bats and, and shit.
0: Yeah, he's a, he's a violent, tough kid, um, is how it starts. Yeah. Um, I think it implies that he murdered his father with a baseball bat. Yeah. Um, and it, I mean, that's... Part for the course for horror stuff, I think. Little kids are creepy, yeah. and uh, ones that stab, are creepier.
1: And and like he plays violent video games, Alex.
0: That that is not a thing that they use to foreshadow it, though.
1: I think it is.
0: No, because everyone else also plays violent video games. Who else? The two other children in the movie.
1: They play Halo, but then later so they show him. Well, you
0: talk. All right, no, no, no. I'm not letting you just leave that so halo's not a violent video game
1: it's a violent video game but it's like
0: what about metal gear solid the other game okay
1: okay they okay that's fair they they did play metal gear solid
0: it's all the same amount of violence metal gear solid is the only one you can play passively
1: i just think it's interesting that they talked about video games and then later showed toby playing video games
0: they show him purposely disobeying what his mom's saying that's the point of the scene not not the video i think
1: the video games are important actually
0: i i would disagree in general
1: like why video games and not anything else
0: because that is what kids do
1: kids don't murder
0: middle yeah but the average middle school kid murders we see three we see uh, sorry elementary we see three elementary school kids and they talk about two things video games and how scouts are stupid that's it the they, they don't have, like, things in common other than the fact that they want to talk about video games. It's setting him up to be, like, a little nerd kid, and that's what the, the, the basis of it is. And then it shows that he had his video games taken away for doing something bad, you know?
1: Yeah, I think the whole thing, though, is that the movie is just really... The movie didn't do a good job of setting any of this up. I read a little bit into some of, like, the production problems that they had. They ended up shooting it in Regina, Saskatchewan. Uh, because of budget issues or something and they only had like four hours of day of um, either i think it was either four hours darkness. of nighttime or four hours of daylight one of those two to work with it was darkness darkness um yeah and i mean i've seen movies that are just like that like with budget problems um that really limit filming and it does make a movie really bad because um, when you're trying to like when you're trying to shoot a movie And you only have a limited amount of time to film it, like, in the day, plus you only have a limited amount of time, like, weeks-wise to shoot it. You don't have enough time to, like, go and do different takes or try different things. You know what I'm saying? It does actually really impact the movie.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, they don't... This was a nothing budget movie horror movie mm-hmm. that wasn't allowed to have gore
1: yeah at all or
0: or adult themes basically mm-hmm. it was rewritten to get that out of it they only
1: and wanted they, to submit it to the mpaa one time they didn't want to have to get it resubmitted
0: um they basically had no chance i like there's you can't make that like they had a script and then they had to rewrite it a bunch of times was their biggest issue and like yeah they rewrote the parts where like Probably interesting things happened. Yeah. Like, what's up with the the kid who won't stop hurting people? Um, what's with the creepiness? Yeah.
1: My question is, why was this movie so low budget? Why didn't Adam Sandler give his brother more money to make this movie?
0: Um, I I can think of like three reasons. One, it's extremely unethical to just give your brother a ton of money to make a movie. <laughs> Okay. So, A, B, none of them have any experience with horror movies, um, and there's very few workers that go from making, you know, A to B, um, like, you don't, you don't see, like, Alan Covert coming and helping with his movie, because he has no, I- you know, he probably would have no idea how to do it. it, is what I, I think. Um, it is Nicholas Goosen, um, is the one who directed it, who, uh has done a lot of their stuff he did grandma's boy so they do have someone there for it um and then also they don't really fund their own movies anyway um that's not what production companies really do they still get funding from the most of the time the distribution company to make the movie which is what they did in this case
1: so yeah that that makes a lot of sense um and i think that like the fact that it's a horror genre. A lot of people like when it's their like new directors, indie directors especially. They like to make horror movies because they actually do tend to be pretty cheap. Um, yes. Which I mean, you might not think that it you can do a lot on a shoestring budget, but I think that these people were so hamstringed by the fact that they couldn't do anything with blood and gore. But at, yeah, yeah. there's a and lot of scenes think... that they they actually did pretty well in. There are a couple that I thought were pretty. High production value scenes um there's a scene I didn't mention where uh uh Derek is taking out the trash at his work and he sees like this bloody shovel or whatever, and then he thinks that oh no, uh like oh it has like it has some pretty scary elements in the scene ends up being a prank, but I thought that that was pretty well done actually.
0: Yeah, um, that, and we mentioned while watching it that the actual dialogue of the movie is really good.
1: Yeah, they they sound like yeah. kids talking to each other.
0: Yeah, um, and that doesn't happen too often in anything, um. So they actually had, I think, decent acting from the nun. The old man wasn't very scary. No, <laughs> they really pull that off for me. They needed an older man or something. The guy in the neck brace was pretty creepy, but
1: Yeah, I thought he was pretty creepy, but he was also kind of underutilized in the movie. Yeah. Like he went from being like scared old man to like super strong murderous old man really quick. That was one of the things that really fell flat with me for a horror movie because they didn't really build up suspense at all. There was really nothing left on the table, um, mm-hmm. for us to guess at. They show the little boy at the very beginning of the movie so we know it's this little boy. They show the old man. It's not that he doesn't end up being the murderer. He just ends up being the murderer's help. There's not a lot of suspense. There's not a lot of stuff we can guess at either. No suspense, no mystery equals kind of bad horror. When you yeah. don't, when you're not able to do gore, you know.
0: And I, I think a lot of the issue is um, they were obviously going to deal with some stuff. They had they started with a soldier mm-hmm. um, sexually assaulting a woman. Yeah um the woman gets murdered then they have the older brother be a soldier mm-hmm. um and in my mind the way this movie originally goes down is that a a little kid from the hartleys murders someone and then one of the brothers goes off to the military and then you know comes back and has been living there ever since alone and all these things have been dying nearby That yeah you you get this idea that it's it's a like veteran that's scarred or something um which they they had a little bit of thematicness of a soldier who's saying he's going off to kill Nazis is still doing bad things at home. Mm-hmm. Um, not not to mention the fact that Hitler was already dead by the time. yeah he was that was left, a goof
1: though I don't think that that was. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but anyway, like the there there's an element there that gets creepy because you think it's gonna be a soldier, yeah. But then it's not, but at the same time, the soldier listens to his father and you know murders people to protect a obviously bad person that is family so it doesn't matter.
1: And I think that that is like the major theme of this movie. It's the lengths that you would be willing to go through um to cover up a murder or like like the lengths that or... you're like how how people cover up not only their own badness but also the badness for other people and like the reasons why I think it's all kind of under this hierarchy thing really with, at least with the Hartleys uh, because yeah. the whole reason they don't want this murder to come out, they don't want to send their kid to an institution and try to get him help because they are they are the most important family in town. Uh, so like they are trying to keep their reputation uh, and they will literally destroy whatever they need to, to try to keep their reputation Um, and they are kind of above the law in a lot of ways because they are so rich and powerful.
0: Well, I I don't think that's necessarily true. Um, They, by the end of the movie, they're crumbled. There's, you know, two old men with nothing living on, like, some land. It's more so that they're hiding the evidence over and over, and they keep escalating and killing more and more people. Right,
1: that's what I'm saying, like... Their power, their 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 yeah. reputation is destroyed because of this secret. Uh, but yeah, then... but it doesn't
0: protect them. Um, is what I'm saying. Like you said, they're above the law. The law just doesn't find anything. They they mention that cops searched for months for these missing people.
1: Yeah, that's fair. But um, uh, I a lot of this is also about like the perpetuation of this cycle too. Because then in the beginning, yeah. we have a very similar thing happen between Toby and Derek.
0: Yeah, it is uh, interesting, the whole thing. So basically, you have an older brother witness the younger brother do some heinous act of violence, and then instead of, like, turning him in, learns to protect them from, you know, the normal... Justice? Justice, yes. That would come out. Yeah.
1: And the fact that they're framing it around soldiers, too, I think is a pretty...
0: It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then I, I think it's it is just funny to point out that like Adam Sandler's eight-year-old younger brother, he's eight years younger. That's a better way to say it. Um, wrote this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so so in it, you you could think of it uh, as an Adam Sandler type older brother protecting the young horrible brother from you know the justice. But I I think. The reason it's brothers is just to poke fun at adam sandler nothing else really
1: yeah i I can see that i think a lot of this is though like because of that opening scene that opening scene there are two options one they were trying to make something thematic happen or two they used violent like this this violence against a woman just for their horror the second option is bad the first option can be good if it's done correctly but because the movie doesn't really do a good job with the themes, it feels like the second option, you know?
0: Yeah. I don't um, think
1: that th- that's what they are intending, though. I do think that they were intending that first option. And maybe if there had been more adult themes, maybe there would have been, like, some kind of other secret with the football team, you know? Like, covering up some kind of sexual assault. Um, yeah.
0: And, and like, the... really
1: showing, like, the corrupting nature of... of of covering for someone else's sins and how covering for someone else's like their 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 wrongdoings makes you a wrongdoer
0: yeah there was something weird that like they didn't delve into that i felt like they meant to mm-hmm. um the main character had just quick crew when we get into the movie his love interest is on a soccer team and he's happy she's not a cheerleader and the guy she's originally dating in the movie is um just on the football team and mm-hmm. we actually never meet him no um and there's there's a lot of like team and centric things and then there's the scouts which are a little club and then you know it's all these little sex together mm-hmm. um but it doesn't amount to anything and no. that's that's weird
1: i think that there there may have been something better the fact that there is good writing in this movie like i said with the dialogue mm-hmm. Um, I think the dialogue starts to fall off when it comes to the very the very end. I felt like was kind of like maybe it was just the acting. I don't know.
0: But I, I think the very end. So the very end is the older brother being like, "Oh, oh no, I guess you did a murder again." Yeah. Um, which in my mind is it, entirely a like, I mean, what? How the fuck are we gonna end this movie? We didn't do any of the shit we were planning. Fuck it. Yeah. Do it.
1: I think here's a thing that I think could have been better for that ending. It's not going to make the rest of the stuff better, but you know how he is in the Boy Scouts, right? And you know yes. how um, Taylor said that his little brother was also in the Boy Scouts and he had a really fast yes. car? I think it would have been interesting if, um, when Lisa and Derek are coming back from, like, they're they're trying to get out of there, trying to get help. They see um, that um, Toby is dragging Taylor's younger brother into the woods and he's dead. And yeah. And Lisa sees this, and Derek kills Lisa as the witness.
0: That that could have been very interesting, or a like even a scene where, um, you see the little kid, uh, convince the other little kid after beating him in the the car race to race again, and he brings him to the shortcut, and then you know like, has them race like there down like a sewer and like kills him then. Yeah. Like, some some stuff like that um because the weirdest thing for some reason the children that are doing violence do violence to women when they are vulnerable
1: vulnerable yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah um and that's that's a weird thing to do if there's not some thematic stuff to it later
1: yeah it, it's it's only problematic unless there's thematic stuff and because there's not the thematic stuff it feels really weird and gross
0: yeah and i mean just in general the the movie kind of doesn't glom together at all so
1: i mean there's a problem in general with the horror genre being Mm -hmm. a lot of violence against women Uh, there are a lot of movies that do kind of subvert that trope um but i mean so much of like slasher films are like pretty teenagers getting murdered and that can be very problematic but this movie, I'm just sad because it did have the potential to kind of really investigate that and investigate how essentially the the boys' club covers for the boys' club.
0: Yeah. Um. And there was an aspect of the movie. Um. The the girl who was uh the the bookie. Yeah. Who was dating Dave Franco was like a really cool character. Did well, and then Dave Franco was like extremely scared when you know searching the house. And that dynamic worked really well, and I I enjoyed that, um, but then it kind of, you know, nothing came of it. So yeah, uh, um, I did and there like. There's also, a, oh, go ahead.
1: Oh, go ahead. No, no, yours is probably more important. I
0: will just say there's a weird part where uh, Christy, um, whose actress, by the way, did do a hundred uh, episodes of Thirty Rock.
1: Oh, I didn't know. Um, that. Yeah,
0: uh, is just randomly jealous of the other girl in the situation for like no good reason yeah and that was like yeah that's bad writing
1: yeah that's that came true. out of that way yeah th- th- some weird stuff in here i think it's mostly because it's the low budget it's really surprising that they got dave franco um dave franco is i think the best part of the movie um there were some cool horror movie moments but i it it just didn't do it for me yeah there's there's not too much to say did we learn anything about happy madison or from adam sandler about
0: this I mean, I think Adam Sandler's too much of a pushover still, um, letting kind of the people in his life make stuff. Like, you know, this movie doesn't get made by Adam Sandler's brother without being Adam Sandler's brother. No. Um, And I, I actually, like, I understand wanting to help family and friends and such, but, like, I do find it, like, kind of disappointing, the idea that you let, like, someone just waste this amount of money, because it was probably, like, a few million dollars <laughs> To make no money and, like, with, like, you know, and if you're going to give him a shot based on merit, let's say it was a good script, you don't hamstring him then. So either way, there's, like, kind of, it didn't work out too well. But I choose to think that it was, like, the, the I, I don't want to alienate my brother, so I'm going to give him some bullshit thing to work on that he wants to work on.
1: Yeah, and it's not, it's not really the genre of horror movie that I like, but like I said, I did see other blogs saying that uh, they enjoyed it, that it wasn't bad. Um, and yeah, I, I kind of wish that there were, there were more people talking about this movie, actually. Uh.
0: I mean, I don't think there's enough for them to say. <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: It's, it's, like, it's hard.
0: There's no, there's no real, th- yeah, there's no good theme. There's not much going on. And I just, like.
1: No, they again,
0: like, remember me, uh, the,
1: the scene with the mannequin in the creepy classroom? Very scary. Yeah. They have some cool stuff going on.
0: Yeah, and a chalkboard that was like a Simpsons reference, saying "I will not harm, try to harm my teacher." Oh,
1: the Pledge of Allegiance in that scene. Yeah, but the- none of
0: it made any sense to the rest of it. is is my issue. Um, like,
1: I think the writers had something cool.
0: I, I I agree. Um, and I think when I like horror movies, it's when the horror is a metaphor for something. You know, I like zombies when it means capitalism. I like, you know, Godzilla when it means nuclear war, Uh, which Godzilla is probably not a horror movie, but I I think I need that in a horror movie. Otherwise, I don't really care. That's what
1: makes, for me, that's what makes a horror movie a good horror movie, is Mm -hmm. when the horror, it's not just, it's going to jump out at you and scare you and then you're done. It's something that lingers with you and makes you question something about society Um And this one, I think, kind of managed to do that with the covering up of other people's crimes.
0: I don't know. I didn't really buy it, honestly, enough. Um, I think maybe if the the older brother was a little bit skeevy. um, He was a bit skeevy. He was, like, kind of planning stuff um, in a not-so-great way throughout the movie to try to get with a girl who was, like, dating someone. Mm -hmm. Um, If we saw that he took... Maybe just a single step uh, to the unethical side along the way to foreshadow the fact that he'd cover up for his brother's murderer. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have been like, "Interesting. I like that." Um,
1: yeah, we but, don't we uh, don't know what was left on the cutting room floor.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe a good movie, maybe a worse movie. Who knows?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are we watching tomorrow?
0: We're watching Grown Ups.
1: All right, and um, you have you seen Grown Ups, right? no oh never mind <laughs> it is it
0: is the start of the ensemble holiday cast i think but i'm not really sure i think yeah i think david spade and chris rock and adam sandler and uh kevin james are in it
1: yeah uh rob schneider's in it Mike rudolph's in it oh, there you go. steve buscemi tim meadows it's got a lot of it's got a pretty big cast
0: <laughs> yeah um so I'm interested to see what that is. If it's going to be a more Judd Apatow improv thing or if it's scripted super hard. We'll see.
1: Oh, and yeah, okay. Uh, well, you can find our podcast at Laugh It Him Pod on Twitter. Uh, you can also find our games at wannabegames.com. Do we have a horror movie game?
0: Um, yeah, uh, we have one called uh, Roll to Eat where you fight <laughs> capitalism. <laughs> Um and boomers and since life's a horror movie, uh, go fight some capitalist overlords in a mall, how about?
1: Perfect. Uh you can also donate to our Patreon at patreon.com slash wannabe games. But instead of doing that, why don't you give your money to the Bill Project and just you know, spread the word about this podcast and, and rate us and subscribe. That would be really helpful if you would you would tell somebody else about this podcast who likes to argue with you about Adam Sandler movies.
0: Yeah, let me let me uh, give you a, an opening to the next time your friends or you have a friend talking about movies. Say, you know who I really like? Adam Sandler. Haven't seen many bad ones from him. And just listen to their reaction and then send a, them to us.
1: Tell them that you, you refuse to talk to them further until they listen to all of our episodes. And then once they do that, they will be worthy.
0: Yeah, and a few... You know, thirty-four hours from now, they'll be ready to talk. Uh,
1: you can find me tweet about horror movies at Jaska.
0: Um, you you can hear me tweet about the Matrix because I don't watch horror movies at Kitty Crusade.
1: The scariest thing you could possibly to say to somebody. (laughs) I'm so distracted by you doing that. So if you would just please take my wife and stop.
0: (laughs) Is that is that the? Did I add an extra three syllables in there?